Not full from the Tim and Jess podcast this week? Well, don't worry. We saved some leftovers for you from the radio show that didn't make the podcast. This is Leftover Breakfast with Tim and Jess. Oh, thanks, no. Thanks, no. Yes, please. I hope you're having just the most cruisy Saturday or Sunday morning, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Happy midnight. Well, see, this is the leftover breakfast, so I feel like it has to be consumed on the weekend. Yeah. I was thinking um, (laughs) about, because like this is stuff that just falls off the Tim and Jess podcast Mm. um, throughout the week, but if anything... I've enjoyed selecting what we're going to put in this because I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this has strong leftover breakfast vibes. Yeah. But what I wanted to talk about is because obviously we're, we're a breakfast radio show. When it comes to the meal most likely you're going to skip, literally, is it breakfast, lunch or dinner? Like if you're going to go, yeah. you know what, I'm just not going to eat anything. I'd skip breakfast all day, every day. Which was, you know what, 10 out of 10 doctors recommend skipping breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I if I didn't have my wife, I would skip dinner more than I skip breakfast. Really? Yeah, you used to Skipped dinner a lot, didn't you? I just I I like having big lunches. So sometimes yeah. dinner for me is like a chore. I'm like, oh my god, I've got to have so much <laughs> oh food. Oh my god, I, I wish. know privilege, privilege position. I wish I am Pre- just constantly yeah. eating. I was ch- t- chatting to producer Matt, and he's like, oh, I was messaging him the other night, and I was like, oh, what are you up to? And he's like, oh, I probably should get to bed soon. I haven't cooked dinner, so I'll just not eat. And I was like, oh, I do that when my wife's away. So it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, wife's away, no dinner for me. <laughs> like okay. it's the opposite of what's going but on. But producer Matt's then just smashing like a family assorted okay. pack. How about you not roast him because he's a great guy. He is a great guy. He would agree. Where is he? I need to ask him. No, he's not. He's not coming in. But uh, what you can do is don't skip any meal. But if you do, make sure it's not breakfast because it is the most important meal of the day. And this is the most important podcast of the day. That's how we need to look at it, right? If you skip breakfast, make sure you have leftover podcasts. Tim and Jess's leftover breakfast. Tim, I had a uh, real Tim Bolch moment over the weekend. Uh, oh, huge penis, good energies. <laughs> is, that, is that the Tim Bolch moment? That's exactly right. Thanks, now, you know that moment you have, uh, you call them Timventions, where you have an invention <laughs> in mind and you confidently yeah. bring it to the show and say, yep, this is something that we need to make. And then I yeah. just burst your Pretty, bubble yeah. and prove that it's already been made at least 10 years ago. Yeah, look, you can't win them all. There's something to do with like a glue stick that I remember. I can't remember exactly it what was it was. It was a butter glue stick. Butter glue stick. And you said, really how easy to one. spread it on your toes. It yeah. absolutely exists. It exists. It's $10 on Amazon. One, I think out of like, let's hypothetically say over the years, Jess, I've probably brought 20 Tim Ventions and yeah. I think one of them hasn't existed and it was the first one. So what happened was I got confident after thinking of one good idea and then the last 19 times have been depressing. Yeah. So Friday after the show had a great invention. You and it I. It's huge. It's massive idea. You and I obsessed with subtitles, right? Yes. We put subtitles on everything. Everything we watch. Can I just say, last night I watched a movie with my wife and her parents. There was something wrong with the TV. It was all bajiggity. Couldn't watch subtitles. I went to bed. I'm yeah. like, oh, I can't. I don't why understand bother? this. Uh, might as well be in French. <laughs> Got to go. Honestly, why bother? <laughs> and so I decided, uh, you know what would be great? If we could have real, like subtitles in real time in real mm. life. Yeah. Like a pair of, like I'm wearing uh, reading glasses right now. Yeah. Imagine that as I'm speaking, subtitles coming up in, in the glasses. Yeah, like you're, a, like you're wearing VR goggles and yeah. like you can see it under that person and per, preferably for if you go to another country and like say they're speaking Japanese right. or, or Hindi or German. And then Instant goes, translation. Ooh. How incredible would that be? It's genius. <laughs> I would pay so much money for it. <laughs> what are you, why are you laughing, producer Matt? Because it exists. <laughs> it sure does. You might be on the right track there. absolutely already How exists. How could it exist though? I don't know. I looked into it and it like you can have... 
different things on different screens. So you can be like reading your text message on one eyeball and then having like live translation on the other eyeball. Like it, there's, it's so much more high tech than I even imagined. Well, I mean, that would be good because then if like, say, I don't know, like an uh, Arabic person starts asking you maths in uh, Arabic, then you can go, you can hear what they're saying and then use the calculator in the other eye. So that's yeah, the super specific situation. <laughs> Mate, she's why I need the glasses. Because then it could why... say next to Jess, sarcasm tone. <laughs> and then that's important. Because I think maybe, maybe what doesn't exist is tonal sunglasses. And it's not even like... Like uh, just one company is doing exist? it. There's multiple companies and like, multiple brands working on this technology. Different How have language. I never heard? Yes. Honestly, it would have changed my Kentucky tour to saying, yes, sir. Thanks, sir. Can I have another seven beers, sir? Good night. Where's the bus station? It would really change my direction of my overseas holidays. It would be really handy to talk to my, my future in-laws as well, because they speak predominantly Hindi. So. No, 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 they speak English. They just don't want to speak to you. Those glasses will never exist, mate. That's just called no love. The Leftover Breakfast Podcast with Tim and Jess. A festival in New South Wales has attempted to break a world record that is owned by Queensland currently, and unfortunately they have come agonisingly close and missed out on breaking the world record. We spoke about it a few months ago. The world record for the most people doing the nutbush in one single place, Jess. Yes. And look, it's a very Australian record. I don't know why, like, only in Australia do they do the nutbush dance. Like, it's- Well, it's not an Australian singer. It's just something that picked up back in the day. <laughs> and the boppers at the Broken Hill Monday Monday Bash Music Festival tried to smash the world record. Unfortunately, they didn't do it. And um, 3,720 festival goers headed to the festival. Festival, um, and, and the best thing is they all paid fifteen bucks each, and it all all the money went to the Royal Australian Flying Doctor oh, Service, nice. which is fantastic, raising fifty five thousand dollars. So, wow. so nut bushing for a good cause as well. Yeah, unfortunately, just not getting to the mark of what the four thousand four thousand and eighty four people at the Birdsville Big Red Bash in Queensland. Mm-hmm. Okay, so four thousand is the number to beat then. Four thousand and eighty four people is the current world record, but. We spoke about this a few months ago on the show, mm-hmm. and it's good to know that people are out there challenging this mm. and trying to move with it, because here in our border communities in the state of Victoria, I genuinely believe this is something that could be achievable in the next 18 months. Oh, as in you want to go for a record? Do you want yeah, to push for a cause? Of course I would love to nut, but maybe for like Food Bank. We love working yeah. with Food Bank here at this radio station because then imagine if, say we sell tickets for $15, Jess, and all of it's going to Food Bank, that's mm-hmm. 30 minimum meals from Absolutely. those $15 per person. So, but we've talked about the logistics in the past of you and I organising a festival. Probably unlikely. Yeah, it's very hard. Also, a lot of work. A lot of have admin. You, you gotta try- have you gotta have portaloos. You gotta have <laughs> on every time I try and nutbush for the whole song, I forget how long this song is as well. <laughs> oh, we do like a two minute thirty version, <laughs> yeah. but I'm sure actually, you know what? For the world record, we You'd probably have to do the have full to. song, right? But I think if you always pretend like you're at your cousin's wedding, that's mm. how you can get through the song because you go, well, it's only playing once tonight, so I've got to. Yes, this is a four minute journey yeah. for me, but we're going to commit. We're going to fully we are commit. commit. Yeah. So I think before the end of next year, if we can find an event to tack onto, right, where we just ma- we provide yeah. the song and they yeah. provide. <laughs> well, the we could also provide that like the whole. The access to it, not oh, just yeah, the like, vibe. I'm not bringing a USB stick I'm, and going, well, I've vibes. done my job. <laughs> so if you have an idea, if there's an event you know of that you think would be open for us trying 4, to break the world record. Plus. 
4,100 people let's aim for. This is Leftover Breakfast with Tim and Jess. And we're about to show a bit of trust. We're putting out an olive branch here, Jess, to our producer, Matt, who mm-hmm. has hurt us in the past. We have to be honest with this. We, when it comes to space. This topic in particular, Tim, mm-hmm. uh, black holes in space. Very fascinating things, terrifying things. Terrifying. Uh, where do they go? How do they form? What's going on? It's commonly <laughs> spoken to about black holes. About it, Yeah, it just sucks everything in and we don't know where it goes. Movies have tried to explain it. So anything we can do to finding out some more understanding towards it is always helpful. Now, about a year ago, we found out, I believe it was September 21st, uh, 2021, producer Matt brought to us the sound of a black hole. He couldn't get it. So he he broke our hearts. I have the audio of what Matt brought us almost a year ago today. Okay, yep. is it, this is what Matt said was the sound of a black hole. <laughs> That's Still Matt. So funny. Still so good. So there, so producer good. Matt joins us in. Um, a few months ago, he brought us another sound, but it was kind of like. <laughs> Right. Like, use a better quality mic. Like, maybe ch- change the setting, <laughs> yeah. increase the input. You'd think get a some bunch of scientists at NASA would be able to get better well, sound. Well, they did. Uh, <laughs> they worked on that one. So, essentially, they're saying that, you know, the concept of no sound in space is actually not correct. Like, oh. it, there can be audio. So, they've it's obviously, they haven't flung a microphone out to space, but mm-hmm. they've turned the information and the data they have into something that people are likening to, to Bjork music. Right. Now... Obviously, the main reason about the theory of no sound in space is because you need oxygen to reverberate noise off, right? That's oh, why we anything, need air any molecules can vibrate and uh, pass on sound. Okay, oh, you've lost boring. me. Boring. You've lost me. So, anyway, Matt, can we just I play have... the fun space sound now? <laughs> so, again, this is what producer Matt said it was about eleven months ago. I'm about to press play on a piece of audio, Jess. Yes. Do we trust and believe that our producer, Matt, would never hurt us for the third time in a row? I don't, but I'm willing to try. All right. So I'm going to press it. This is allegedly the sound of a black hole in space. Oh, Jesus. Let's see how it goes. Oh, I hate that. So weird, hey. Now, it's, is it making anyone else want to spew? Well, this is kind of what my thinking is, Jess. I've heard your stomach make similar sounds. <laughs> <this year. laughs> oh, it I don't like, like the, that it's moving. The ghosts of a thousand souls past. Oh, you... okay. <laughs> Who's pressing Dululu? That was Why definitely was there... from the recording, I guess. <laughs> Why was there Dululu? <laughs> We've been burned again. Did you just Dululu again? <laughs> Right at the end, was, was that, that a, a real doo-doo? sound? Or? <laughs> no, I had But okay. the, the sound was real. <laughs> but then I, I got my little sneaky boy <laughs> here at the end. He got us again. What a 29 second lead up for a joke. <laughs> that no, that was a real audio, there. though. That was actually from NASA at the start. Okay. The spooky sound of Jess's stomach grumbling. Yeah. So it's just so that's just all the all the space and matter moving through the molecules into Yuck. more molecules. Yeah, honestly, it's very confusing. It's NASA level stuff, but this is something that's two hundred million light years away, and they've uh, oh, not picked problem. out the sound of it. Yeah, it's still, yeah. I mean, we're just floating on a rock, aren't we? Just all right. Let's not start <laughs> that train of thought. Nothing. Tim and Jess's leftover breakfast. I want to talk about libido this morning because the, a new the, st- the need to get it on or the want to get it on. A new study uh, published in the Journal of Sex Research, you know, we subscribe, um, it's found uh, women in equal relationships, that means 
are equal in terms of housework and mental load, right. are more satisfied and have a higher sexual desire than those that are unequal in their relationship. Now, without jumping on this too quick. Please, here we go. So you're telling me (laughs) when people feel like they're respected and they're not doing Mm. more than what's of them, they're Mm -hmm. more into you? Yeah. Thank you, We needed a study for this. I just figured... Oh, (laughs) no, no way, my lord. Yeah. So if you do an equal amount of housework with your partner, the libido in that relationship is more likely to be higher. I tell you what, I could literally do every single thing in the house. I could pay every bill, clean every surface. I could pick up every single dog poo that's ever existed. I'm still going to be in the mood. Yeah. It ain't, <laughs> yeah, there's resentment there, but it, I, you know what goes out the door when you're walking into the bedroom? Resentment. It doesn't come in with you. You go in there naked, okay. alone, vulnerable, <laughs> and your resentment stands at the hallway, looking at you in shame, going, no, come on. What? We shouldn't be this into this. I do no, find this bad. attractive, though. Like when uh, like uh, when Akshay does like the dishes and I don't have to ask him, oh, Thank you very much. You also remember, he is in seven. When so I, he should also have some initiative to be yeah, able to do that. Yeah, when I get home and he's vacuumed while I've been at work. Oh, my God. Such a turn on. Do you have a boyfriend or an 18-year-old son, yeah. Jess? I'm trying to figure <laughs> it out. Because this is a good. This is like what I hear my friends with kids at. Like, oh, I got home. Jeremy cleaned his room. So nice. But you're like, <laughs> oh, Jeremy cleaned his room, my little baby boy. I didn't realise that this was like bare minimum stuff. Because like in previous oh, relationships, this has not happened. Uh, but like he will do, like he does majority of the housework. And it's, I get this research. Like this, this is yep. fully like a journal published research mm. that the more people share the load of these chores, the more yeah. sexual desire they feel. I finally got my wife to admit that I'm the backbone of our household. <laughs> and if I if I broke my leg, the house would just be in tatters. <laughs> I, I'm running the ship. And it's good because if you share the load, then you get to share the load. And I think that's really, really important. Okay. In, no, yeah, no, no, no. You ruined this it. Is, you no, ruined no, no. it. I haven't ruined it. Hmm, I'm full. Catch the regular Tim and Jess podcast Monday to Friday on the Listener app.